0: Welcome to The Walk with Jesus. I'm Katie B. Today's topic is prosperity. When I think of prosperity, I think of my dad's mother who passed away nearly ten years ago. I can still remember the pastor delivering her eulogy. He spoke of her life, its hardships, and its triumphs. Most notably, he marveled at her obedience to God. How she regularly attended church services. How even when advanced age and failing health prevented her from attending like she wanted, she was still steadfast in her tithing. My grandmother was a remarkable woman to me and to all of her children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, and even great-great-grandchildren. When her health prevented her from attending church, her sons and daughter started a weekly Bible study, so she could still hear God's word. She was a faithful servant. And that bothered me throughout her funeral service and burial. With all that faithfulness, it seems she should have had more in life. It may have been the grief of her passing, but her life just seemed so unfair. The pastor had touched upon certain things but her family knew the depth of the hardships she faced the loss sickness adversity and disappointments in Psalm 37 verse 4 David writes delight yourself also in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart my grandmother loved the Lord yet at the time of her death I struggled to see where that love was returned. Not that I think a relationship with God is a give and take. We should do things in the name of the Lord out of our love for Him, not for expectation of material gain. Still, I couldn't see any prosperity in my grandmother's life. At the time, it seemed she lived, and then she died in the following weeks i prayed and asked for understanding because it troubled me what was i missing while i was looking at my grandmother's life in a natural worldly sense the world's definition of prosperity is economic well-being having the means to afford the material items one desires grand homes fancy cars designer clothing, extravagant vacations. If you reflect upon my grandmother's life in that sense, then she wasn't very prosperous. In fact, she wasn't prosperous at all. She didn't own a home or a car, and she didn't have a big bank account. It wasn't until after much prayer and meditation that God enabled me to see my grandmother's life through a spiritual view. My grandmother was born in South Texas in the early 20th century. She had a love for education, but the conditions of the times restricted her from advancing beyond the sixth grade. She married, and she and her husband began their family, as were the social norms of the day. But this was during the Great Depression. For those who are not familiar with this era of American history, either through direct experience or written or verbal history, times were hard. It wasn't a matter of not being able to afford the things you wanted. It was a matter of not being able to afford the things you needed. Jobs were scarce. Those who did work, worked at radically reduced wages. And here was my grandmother, newly married and with a young family. She had a chronic illness. She suffered the heartbreaking loss of a child. And she was a black woman. I am sure the odds appeared insurmountable. After she became a relatively young widow, there had to be days when she wondered, why me? Days when her resolve was shaken and she felt that the pain life had dealt her would be all she would ever know. But what man considers the end, God shows him it is actually the beginning. The Lord was with my grandmother, and her faith and love for him restored what had been shaken. She instilled her love of God into her surviving children, she guided them into maturity was proud to see them receive the education she was denied. Her sons served in the military. She watched as her boys became professional men and her daughter a professional woman with families of their own. Her daughter was blessed to marry a man who welcomed her into their home and treated her as if she were his own mother. She watched her grandchildren grow. When the end of her life was near, Her children rallied around her, caring for her. She was never alone. And when the Lord was ready, he cleared the path for her to pass peacefully in her bed, surrounded by those who love her. After looking at my grandmother's life through spiritual eyes, I was finally able to see that she was richer than the most affluent men because she was prosperous in the ways that truly matter. She was blessed with a long life, a loving family surrounding her, and comfort and peace in her later years. The desires of her heart were fulfilled. I don't think there is anything wrong with wanting nice things, but remembering my grandmother's life, I now realize it shouldn't be the only focus. One's self-worth should not be dependent on one's net worth. Value shouldn't be placed in things that can be easily taken away. Cars are repossessed. Families are evicted from homes. Money is stolen. If your self-worth, value, and identity are ingrained in your material possessions, what is left if they are taken away? On the flip side, if you have money, cars, and homes, what joy are they? if there is no one to share them with, no one who cares for your well-being, no one to love. That would be an empty existence. Instead of chasing after things that can be taken away, store up spiritual treasures by being faithful to and obeying God's word, having a charitable heart, and loving others. And one day, when someone reflects upon your life, he or she will speak glowingly of your character and not just list your possessions. Thank you for listening today. Until we meet again, may the Lord's blessings continue to rain upon you.